there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's guest, Iyanla Van Zant. What I call myself, I am a spiritual technician. Anything that has to do with your spirit, your soul, and your mind. Is there a secret? in your opinion, to overcoming hardships and and coming out on the other side? Well, the first secret is don't call them hardships. My grandmother told me when I started talking about spirit and meditating, she said, oh, you're going straight to hell. So you know what I did? I went out and bought a beautiful dress. So when I get there, I'll be fly. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cheekies and Chill. I'm your host, Cheekies, and today's episode is about something I'm very passionate about, spirituality and self-help. And our guest today is someone who has been working in this space and helping people for a very long time. So let's jump right into this episode of Cheekies and Chill. Sitting right in front of me today is Iyanla Venzant. She's incredible. She has a really interesting story, which we'll hear more about in just a second. But for starters, she's a spiritual life coach, host of the hit show, Iyanla Fix My Life, which I love. She's a New York Times bestselling author, 
And she even has her own podcast. It's called The R Spot. Well, first of all, thank you so much. Thank you for your time, for being here. I'm so excited. I have to start off by saying that I'm a huge fan. I have your apps. I have The Awakening. I have Mind Matters. I'm a huge, <laughs> huge fan. <laughs> so thank you. It means a lot to me that you're here. Um, so I don't know. Let's start off with with your life. I, there's a lot of things that I didn't know about you. Where, where did you grow up? I grew up in Brooklyn. I, I hail from the nation of Brooklyn. And I am a New Yorker forever. I will always be a New Yorker. Uh, I had an older brother. I had an older sister. I was the baby of the family. Um, And so, you know, classic poor black folk upbringing in New York. (laughs) My grandmother, uh, who raised me from the time I was five until I was 11, was a Native American, uh, Chislaki Cherokee, who was passing as black because it was easier Mm -hmm. for her to be black than it was for her to be a Native American in the late 40s, early 50s. And so she really kind of hid her her heritage and her culture from the world. She hid it in the church. She hid it in the way she presented herself in the world. But at home, you know, she taught me so many things about my culture as a woman of color, a native culture, indigenous culture. She told us that she couldn't read Okay. She never went to school, but she read the Bible <laughs> and she would read the newspaper. And I would say to her, well, if you can't read, how are you, what are you doing? She, if somebody told it to her, she remembered it. And that's how she began to put words together and could do simple sentences. Very articulate. You would never know she was a woman who couldn't actually, well, she says she couldn't read. But she could put simple sentences together. And and it was not too long ago, I never saw my grandmother write anything other than numbers. And she knew how to sign her name, but I never saw her write anything other than numbers. She never wrote anything down. And she used to say, you got to have a good memory. I don't have to write things down. I got a good memory. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually better. Probably having a better, mem- a good memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When did you know that this was your calling? Like, was it you think through your grandmother, like having those conversations with her? Absolutely not. I'm a criminal okay. defense attorney. That's what I went uh-huh. to school. Early childhood education. I spent two weeks in the classroom with about 25 kindergartners, and I said, "Okay, just cut my throat right now. Let me die." not for me (laughs) early childhood psychology and education is my undergraduate degree and then I I went to law school I wanted to be a nurse all my life I wanted to wear the white uniform years ago nurses wore white uniforms and they had little hats but um, one day in nursing school let me know that I was going to have to dissect a pig and I left that was it. I was wondering. <laughs> you said no. <laughs> uh, 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 I got through the frog in high school. I did too. You know? I was going to tell you yeah. that about the oh frog. Oh <laughs> my God. I don't know how I got through that. I remember gagging and, and retching over the frog, but I was not going to stick my hand down in a, a jar of formaldehyde and put out a baby pig. That was not <laughs> ever going to happen in this lifetime. So I left. <laughs> and um, I went to law school when I was 32. I graduated from uh, college and I went to law school and I really thought I was going to be a lawyer and um, I wanted to be the black female Perry Mason. (laughs) Get all my clients off. (laughs) (laughs) And um, 
as a criminal defense attorney, you spend a lot of time in jail because <laughs> so, that's where your clients are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and since I had never been arrested, <laughs> I figured, <laughs> why am I in jail every day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I left and had no clue what I was going to do. It just kind of unfolded as I was collecting unemployment. And a friend of mine asked me to come in would I be willing to teach life school skills, life skills to women who were being transitioned off of public assistance, which is exactly what happened to me. So I went in and I started teaching life skills. And my first book, Tapping the Power Within, is the workbook that I wrote for the women that I was teaching life skills to. And one step at a time, it just kind of unfolded. I mean, I what what do I do? What do I call what I do? I, I, what do I do <laughs> that I would have to look for it at a career fair? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I wasn't, I'm an author. I'm a, I am a spiritual life coach trained. I am a minister, you know, seminary trained and ordained. What I call myself, um, because I think it's always best to define yourself and not to try to fit into the boxes that people want to stick you in. Oh, yes. Okay. I am a spiritual technician. Mm. If it has anything to do with the human spirit, the human soul, and connection to consciousness, I'm a technician. I have a technology that's going to support you in, in fixing, healing, repairing, aligning, expanding, growing, healing, anything that has to do with your spirit, your soul, and your mind. Oh, just right up my alley. That's exactly what I love. You've been through so much since you were nine years old, you know, and did you ever question maybe God or the higher power of the universe? Like, why did this happen to me? Did you ever have that moment? No, <laughs> I didn't. That's great. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know I was raped at nine. I didn't know it was called rape until I was 30. Oh, wow. I didn't even know. I didn't know what, I mean, it had never happened. I had never seen it. Nobody ever talked about it. You know, as yeah. indigenous culture, you don't talk about things like that. Exactly. And, and in the black culture, too, you know, you don't talk about it. That's why so many girls and boys or young women and young men suffer because this thing has happened and it's horrible and they don't feel free to talk about it. So it becomes repetitive. Uh, that wasn't my case. It happened one time I told and the the results of me telling about it were almost worse than if I hadn't said anything because the results were he called me a liar and nothing else was ever done. Nothing. Oh, so I grew up believing that it's okay for people to treat me badly. What happens to me doesn't matter. I'm not important. And so those were lessons that I, you know, had to unlearn in my life. And I didn't even, because nothing was ever said and they don't do, in my era, they didn't do sex education. <laughs> mm -hmm. So they, I was yeah. like 30 years old looking at a TV show and I said, well, that happened to me. Oh my God, I was raped. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, wow. I didn't know that's what you called it. Uh -huh. So as I said, I wanted to be a nurse. Nursing is a healing profession. Yeah. Nurses take care of you when you're sick, when you're not well. Uh, and that's what I do. I just, instead of doing it to your body, I do it for your soul and your mind. That's what I love. And you, you <laughs> never held any resentment or anything? Like, did you ever feel you had to forgive that person or it was just kind of like a out of sight, out of mind situation? 
By the time I realized that that was not a normal thing to happen, I had to forgive myself for everything that I told myself about it. I'm not important. Mm -hmm. What happens to me doesn't matter. It's okay for people to treat me badly. I can't talk about the things that hurt me. I mean, that I did that to myself. Nobody told yeah, me yeah. anything. So by the time I understood the power of forgiveness and what forgiveness was all about, it wasn't even about forgiving him. Plus, he was dead. I was alive and I was suffering. And that's what I wanted to heal up. Mm-hmm. That's what I always say. Forgiveness is a gift for yourself. Yeah. It gives you, you know, like the wings to fly and to soar is, is how I feel. I, I was actually sexually abused by my father. My dad never admitted to it. He never asked for forgiveness. For a long time, I wanted to hear it. You know, I wanted to hear, yes, I did it. You're not a liar. I'm sorry. He's in jail. He, he's going to be there for another, I don't know, 17 years or something like that. But now I'm like, you know what? I, because of that, the same thing. I would think I was, I was dirty. I'm not worthy. I, I, so many things that happen, and, and, or I thought. And yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, I'm going to forgive you, and I'm also forgive myself. For yeah. thinking those things and thinking that the things that you said were correct, that I was a liar, you know, so. Right. Anywho, do you feel that everything happens for a reason? Oh, absolutely. I don't feel that. That's universal law, cause and effect. Yeah. I think one of the hardest concepts for people to get is that, you know, we come here and that part of us that is alive, that soul, knows what you need to learn, unlearn, what you need to do, not do, knows your purpose, knows your everything. And we're so yeah. busy out in the world till we don't go in. Um, right. One of the reasons I can work with almost anybody around anything is because I've been through most of it. So I'm not teaching you from theory and pragmatism. I'm teaching you from experience. And I continue to take it deeper and deeper. Everything is exactly as it needs to be. A Course in Miracles uh, teaches that all things are lessons that God would have us learn. So we're always learning, always learning. Once you get that, it gets exciting. Well, my husband left me. Well, what am I learning today? Uh-huh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, it's oh, true. Oh, my eye fell out. Oh, what am I learning about this? <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's what I always tell people. I'm like, you know what? You're in a tight situation. You can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, but it, it's kind of like exactly that. Like they're, you're going through that to learn something about yourself, about the situation. So, okay, I, I'm good. I'm, I, I think yeah. I'm on the right track. <laughs> this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me 
sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I have a, a very odd question, and, and you don't have to answer it if, if you don't want to, obviously, but do you drink alcohol by any chance? I absolutely don't. But let me tell you why. My mother was an alcoholic. Okay. So I think I drank so much liquor in the womb. 
I didn't have to have no more when I got in the physical body. Really. <laughs> I, I never, see. I have never, you know, when I was a teenager, of course, you know, everybody goes out and you're drinking. We used to drink uh, sangria with fruit in it. That was oh, okay. Yeah, sangria. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, but I've never, I've never. It's not your thing. Mm-hmm. No, it's not my thing. Uh-uh. Okay. Now I smoked a lot of happy flowers. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I love happy flowers. <laughs> Ooh, baby, I have smoked some happy flowers. <laughs> when I had my last child, I was 21 years old. It just, you know, it's like it just went away and I've never, I never touched it again. Now it's legal. You know, back then we were buying a nickel bag and hiding it in 52 shopping bags under the bed. <laughs> and you, I mean, you fix so many people. Like, do you have a life coach? Do you have a mentor or something? That's yeah. someone that helps you out? Well, first of all, let me just say, I don't know what anybody else says. I haven't helped anybody. What I've done is given people information and support so that they can help themselves. I don't help you. Okay. I'm, I'm too busy trying to help my own self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you get helped in the process of my healing, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying. What has happened is throughout my, my healing process, I've taken copious notes, really taking copious. I have notebooks and revelations and understandings. Okay. But I do. I have a coach. I have two coaches. I also have a, what I call a prayer partner. Um, nice. And I have... Um, I don't know what Peter is. Peter is a coach. You know, he's a clinical psychologist, but I don't go to him for therapy. We do coaching together. Okay. And then my greatest coaches are those people that I've taught and trained because they keep me sharp. Mm-hmm. When I'm going off the deep end, they'll say, wait a minute, didn't you teach us? Or don't you know? And when they repeat back to me stuff that I've taught them, I just want to punch them in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to punch them in the I love it. <laughs> Punch you right in the throat. You know, that's <laughs> terrible when your students are teaching you with what you taught them. Yeah, so, like, wait, didn't you say this? <laughs> right. Uh, no, this is how they usually say it. They say, somebody once told me, and I, then I know I'm getting ready for the smackdown. <laughs> so, yeah, but I do have two coaches and uh, a prayer partner. I need to find mm-hmm. myself a prayer partner. That's what I need. Yeah. I always say this. I'm not a religious w- woman. I'm very spiritual. I have a connection with God. I like to meditate. And I feel like that's like my main coach. But I do but need someone is, in the physical world. That mm-hmm. is your religion. If that's what you do. You know, religion is people's beliefs and opinions about God, source, creator, whatever you want to call it. That's all religion is. It's people's opinions and the dogma or the theology that's set up based on the faith path that you walk is what you do based on that theology. Mm-hmm. All religion is about how to get us in relationship with the God of our understanding. So if meditation, yoga, you know, some for some people it's Tai Chi. If that is what gets you in connection with the creator of your understanding, then that is your religion. I want people to really get clear about that and stop saying, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. I meditate. Uh-huh. Well, then you're religious. <laughs> then I'm religious, yes. My, my religion is called love and faith. <laughs> right, okay. Religion, yeah. the greatest, okay. I'm in love, the greatest religion that there is. You know, I'm getting ready to teach a class. I have a, a community I call the Spiritual Study Sanctuary. And I'm getting ready to teach a class on the, how to love the Bible from a metaphysical perspective, not a religious perspective. Because okay. it is one of the most powerful treatises 
on human development, character development, spiritual development. But because of the way it's been used and weaponized or diminished or just pigeonholed to Uh be about Christianity, people miss the wisdom that is in there. And there's so much wisdom in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. I want to see if you can help me break something down because I've I've tried to put it in, into words and I feel like I know what this means, but I want to see if you can break it down for, for our listeners. Actually, I think I heard Beyonce say it. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure it was her what she said. There's a little bit of God in all of us. God lives in me as me. And I, I tried to tell my grandmother that and she's a very she's a Christian woman and she didn't understand. She didn't really like it. She was like, no, how can you compare yourself to God? I'm like, no, I, I didn't know how to explain it. So I want to see if you can help me. Well, grandma's never going to understand that unless yeah. she wants to. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. My, my yeah. grandmother told me forever when I started talking about spirit and meditating, she said, oh, you're going straight to hell. That's what my you're grandma told to me hell. too. <laughs> and so you know what I did? I went out and bought a beautiful dress. So when I get there, I'll be fly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I just yeah. decided I'm not going to be afraid of hell. You see, I was married to a man who beat me every day for nine years. That's hell. Leaving mm-hmm. him at three o'clock in the morning with three babies and three shopping bags. That's hell. So wherever I'm going when I leave this body, wherever I'm supposed to rest, I want to party. So I got uh-huh. me a dress. I'm going to hell. Okay. I'm going to look good. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> yes. So the thing is, and that is part of the challenge with religiosity and churchianity. Religiosity says that somebody else tells you about your relationship with the God of your understanding. Most of us inherited the God we believe in. We didn't find it on our own. And then churchianity, where you've got to go and have somebody else tell you how to be in relationship with the God of your understanding. All of that teaches us to pray to an external God. Mm -hmm. God is out there. You know, in the Christian faith, it's Jesus. He's on the cross and, you know, he's out. He's going to do it for us. And it's such a dysfunctional level of codependence where we're relying on Jesus to help us treat each other nice. We don't do it because it's in, we grow the quality in our heart, kindness, loving kindness, compassion. We don't grow this in our heart. We do it because we're trying to please Jesus. And that's a little off, mm-hmm. I think, to me. Anyway, yeah. I don't have no problem mm-hmm. with Jesus. Me and JC are cool. But when yeah. you understand what he said, these things I have done, you should do this and even greater. Well, how, would, how, how am I going to do that? When he said, it is not I, but the spirit of the father within me that does the work. When he said, I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Not by waiting for me to do it for you, but by you learning how to do what I did. What did he do? He prayed a lot. He went away a lot. Every now and then you read in the Bible and say, Jesus went away. Uh-huh. I wonder if he was in a vacation club or something because he was always going. <laughs> he was always going. Why? Yeah. He went into silence. He went into stillness. He developed his relationship with the God within. It's not me. It's the Father within me that does what He said it. Yes. So God is not yes. external, whether it's God, divine mind, divine mother, whatever it is that is of your understanding, because the creator wants you to understand 
what it is and where it mm-hmm. is, who it is, how it is. But grandma, like my grandma, you know, they've been indoctrinated in the matrix of churchianity and religiosity. And they don't have to take responsibility for their salvation. It's on Jesus. If I do what Jesus says, if I do what, what Jesus wants, mm-hmm. then. But now in this new age, this new millennium, the Aquarian age, we're taking responsibility for ourselves, our I amness, our souls. And we don't want to pray to an outside God that's not satisfying us anymore because we're a different breed in this era. Mm-hmm. So, yes. The spirit of God is within me. And those who worship God must worship God in spirit and in Mm -hmm. truth, in spirit. So we have to understand what spirit is. There's only one spirit. God is spirit. Spirit. Not a man out there or, you know, and it's so funny uh, that all of us walking around with breasts and vaginas and we looking at a man and say, I'm made in the image and the likeness of gay. Well, is he trans? What? How did I get this? <laughs> because the dogma yeah. doesn't tell us about the feminine energy and expression of the creator. So if I had to explain it to somebody, this is what I would say. Take a breath. Focus within and ask God to reveal itself to you. I'm not going to try to explain the unexplainable. Mm-hmm. Unexplainable. Has to. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, I'm not mad at that. I like it. Okay. <laughs> There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy. Which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. 
It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's the secret, or is there a secret, in your opinion, to over- overcoming hardships and, and coming out on the other side? Well, the first secret is don't call them hardships. Go okay. back to what we were saying earlier, which is, okay, what am I learning here? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, recently I have, you know, all these modern fandangled dooleys. So I have a geothermal heating system so that my house is heated from the warmth of the earth, not from oil or electricity or whatever. And my geothermal heating system went out. The coils went out and whatever. So we're talking about digging down 20 feet in the earth, and that's quite expensive. Well, the day after the geothermal system went out, my stovetop cook thing went out. My stove just wouldn't cook. It just it wouldn't it wouldn't do nothing. So it's one thing right after the other. One thing right after the other. And the good news is I can buy a stovetop and I can put the geothermal system on a payment plan, you know, <laughs> and mm-hmm. pay it off, you know, and whatever. But not to look at that as trials and difficulties and, da, 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 and to say, okay, God, how are we going to get this done? This is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. So what am I learning? I'm learning trust. I'm learning patience. Because at the same time, I went to Chipotle to get my grandson some tacos. And I'm standing in the line and I get to the cash register and the lady says, he paid for your food. 
I go to the supermarket, I mean, and uh, to the Starbucks, and I'm standing in line. I get to the register, and she says, you're good. I said, what do you mean you're good? She said, the lady back there paid for your drink. Oh, my God. I went to the market yesterday, and I'm standing in line, and the gentleman in front of me, he says, can I pay for what you're getting? I was buying a pretzel from the Amish market. And I said, but I don't even uh-huh. know what I'm getting yet. He said, that's okay. He said, I'm going to give her $20, get what you want. And then he says to the woman, you keep whatever's left. I was getting a $3 pretzel. And so she got a $17 tip from him <laughs> buying me a pretzel. You know, so yeah, the, the wow. heating system's broke and the can- I don't have a stove. And, you know, it's very annoying and blah, blah, blah. But somebody, I don't know, bought me a pretzel. Uh, mm-hmm. a Starbucks and paid for my tacos in Chipotle. You know, look at okay, God. okay. Wow, look at God. <laughs> I got your back. I got your back, boo. I got your back. I, I, we, I we, got your right, back. <laughs> we got this. Yeah. Let me handle this. Yes. But if we go into uh, breakdown and hysteria and whining and complaining, that energy in and of itself creates more problems than the original problem. Here's what they taught me. When I say they, I did my master's degree in spiritual psychology at the University of Santa Monica. And I was taught this, how you handle the issue is the issue. But here's the real thing. How you handle yourself as you handle the issue is the real issue. Ooh. How you handle yourself. How am I being with myself? How am I speaking to myself? Mm -hmm. How am I talking to myself? What am I thinking about myself? What am I telling myself? How I handle myself as I handle the issue is the real issue. So, yeah, it's important. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like I've learned so much. I'm I'm assuming the listeners as well, but is there any are there any tips that you have that can I don't know. I mean, you've given us so many, but something, something that you feel in your heart right now to tell the listeners, something that I mean, I'm sure is going to help them. Well, I I think that the the universe is saying it to us. It said it to us in 2020, 2021, go home. Go home. Be still. Mm -hmm. We are so busy, so busy between the technology and running up and down the roads, running out and be still, go home. When home is where the heart is. And for me, that says, what brings you joy? One of my coaches said something to me about two weeks ago that I'm still working on. I had to clutch my pearls. I clutched my pearls so tight, I almost choked myself to death. He said, he said, okay, so you're doing all of that for my ministry. You're teaching this and you're doing this and that. What is the ministry doing for you? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my so gosh. I would say to people to be real clear about what you're giving out and what you're getting back. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because we'll spend so much time preoccupying ourselves with what we have to do for the job and the this and the that. But what is that thing bringing back to you? Is it bringing anything home to you? Because home is where the heart is. Corona said, go home, go home and get still. 
Wow. So if you want to you want to know what all of this giving out you're doing, get still and see what you're getting back. And what I realized was my ministry wasn't doing nothing for me, but giving me some more work to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I had to say, wait a minute, hold up. Let me reach. I got to restructure this because I have to get something back from all the giving that I'm doing. That's why those people in the stores well, buying everything for giving me back. Mm -hmm. So that's what I got back from my ministry. I got a, a caramel ribbon crunch and I got three tacos <laughs> and I got a pretzel from the Amish. Yay. Can we get bigger? Yeah. <laughs> Can we get some more? <laughs> yeah. The other oh thing I think people need to know is look around in the world right now, whether you're looking at the political scene or you're looking at the economic scene whether you're looking at, you know, just oh, the level of againstness and meanness. It's just amazing to me. But whatever you see out there, ask yourself, how do I do this? How do I lie? How do I bully people? How do I shut people down? How do I take and not give back? How do I push my way? How do I co-opt people? I mean, because this is what we see out of there. Where's my againstness? Where am I dug in? What's my position? Because whatever your position is, that determines how you're going to see a particular thing. Your position determines your perspective. So if your position is this is wrong, you're going to see it all as wrong. Mm -hmm. If your position is this is right, you're not going to see what is wrong or what could be improved. If your position is I'm right, they're wrong, then you're not going to be even able to see their perspective. So what is your position on anything? Get still and get clear about that. The other thing I would say is anything that you're against, anything you don't like, anything you don't want, anything you complain about, whine about, invite that thing to tea and let it talk to you and find mm. out what's really, really going on. Just let me sit, let me sit down with my pro-life philosophy, my, uh, you know, uh, anti-abortion philosophy. Let me sit down with my democratic uh, philosophy and let uh -huh. me have some tea with it and let me see what it's really giving to me. What's it giving mm. to me? And what is my position on it? It's exciting to me. It's so much work that we need to do on ourselves as individuals to make the world a better place that we don't have time for all of the wahala and conflammation. If you just spent some time with you, you don't have time to be on Facebook canceling people. <laughs> <laughs> canceling and blocking. On TikTok, dancing on the pole. Sit yourself <laughs> down somewhere. <laughs> oh my Take gosh. a look at you, boo. <laughs> uh, you're speaking to me. You're speaking to me because I, I feel like my soul has been telling me to just sit down and be still and I'm going to take a few weeks off because I've been feeling a little depleted. I, I yes. really have with, with work and I feel like I've been giving so much. It's crazy. I'm like, you're, you are, God is speaking to me through you right now. Now, oh, before I forget, the, the R Spot, talk to me about what? it. That's your podcast. What? Oh, yes. Listen, I used to do the R Spot every Tuesday on YouTube where I would go in and answer people's questions about relationships because the truth is relationships are our salvation. We're in relationship with everything. You're in relationship with people. You're in relationship with work. You're in relationship with the environment. You're in relationship with money. You are in relationship with everything. 
And a lot of the challenges that I see or have encountered in my work with people over these 35 years is that we have very dysfunctional relationships. Mm -hmm. We have dysfunctional relationships with people, with our lovers, with our kids, with our money, with the world, with Mm -hmm. God. We have dysfunctional relationships. So the art spot is that place where we come to talk about relationships all kinds of relationships. I don't care what it is. So because what I learned for myself in my own dysfunction was it I meant good, but I simply didn't have tools and skills. I didn't. You know, I watched a womanizing father and an emotionally unavailable father and a broken, wounded grandmother raise me, you know, with with no... I don't even know what. I think most of the time I was the healthiest one in the house. (laughs) (laughs) And then I went into a family environment with a domestic violence and alcoholic uncle. That's the one who raped me and silent, dysfunctional aunt who it was, you know, I could go on and on. But I didn't know anything about relationships other than they were supposed to make me feel good. I like you. You like me. We do the wild thing. We smoke a little happy flowers and then we pay the rent. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You going to pay the light bill? Uh (laughs) We just talked about happy flowers and rent. We didn't talk about raising kids and light bill and spiritual belief. All of us. It's just crazy. So my intention, because I think intention is the greatest tool we can have, is to support people in developing the skills and the tools required to build healthy, fulfilling, lasting, loving relationships in every area of their life. Somebody accused me of something the other day. They said, well, you call so-and-so a B. I said, no, no, not me. You will never hear out of these mouth, this mouth right here. I don't know what you think you heard, mm-hmm. but I would never call another sister a bee. Never. I would never do that unless we're using it in a, a context of healing and growing because that word has a different context for me. But in anger to say that to her, I said I would never say that. I want women to have a better relationship with each other. Oh, yes. I want women to have a better relationship with men. I want men, brothers, brothers. You are my sister. You are my sister. So come to the R spot. Let's talk about your relationship with each other, with people, with money, with your pets. Now, how come people treat their pets better than they treat other people? Mm -hmm. It's that's so true. We got I don't know how many children hungry in the world and people are walking around pushing their dogs in a in a stroller. Mm-hmm. You could have taken that stroller money and fed some hungry children somewhere yeah. with all of the level of food insecurity that we have here. That's just my perspective. I'm ready to shift my position. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys heard it here. You guys have to listen to the R. I, I definitely am. It sounds right, like exactly what I need in my life. Where can they find you? Share your social media, your website, please. Yamla.com, particularly if you want to do the How to Love the Bible, a metaphysical interpretation. I'd love to have you. Yamla.com, you can find out about all my classes and everything. Then I have Masterpiece Body Therapy, which is a line of natural body products made with herbs, oils, and African black soap. So that as you clean your body, you clear your energy because everything is energy. 
Right. Um, and you can hear the R Spot on iHeartRadio, Shondaland Media, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Just put my name and spell it right I Y A N L A. Because if not, you're going to get Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When people spell my name wrong, what comes up is Isaac. I don't yes. I don't know. Oh, I love yeah. It. But any place you listen to podcasts, you can get the R spot. Okay. Well, I'm I'm excited. I, I really am. Uh, thanks again. And you guys know we always finish the episode of Chickies and Chill with a motivational quote. Today's quote is. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. That is my quote for you. Thank you so much for staying, for listening. Los quiero mucho. Y nos vemos en la próxima aquí en Chiquis and Chill. Besitos a todos. Do you need advice on love, relationships, health, y más? I'm so excited to share with you that my Cheekies and Chill podcast will have an extra episode drop each week. I'll be answering all your questions. Just leave me a voice message con todas tus preguntas y yo te las voy a contestar personalmente. All you have to do is go to speakpipe.com slash Cheekies and Chill podcast and record your questions. I can't wait to hear from you. This is a production of iHeartRadio and the My Cultura Podcast Network. Follow us on Instagram at My Cultura Podcasts and follow me, Chiquis, that's C-H-I-Q-U-I-S. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar20enespañol.com. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most... State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? 
Enter Conair Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.